It's Slim Baby. Let's get into it. Hey guys, it's me. I know I've been gone for a little minute and it's kind of frustrating me because I like to be, you know, consistent. But right now, um, I am four weeks away from graduating, hopefully, of course, you know, working hard, studying hard. And um, it's been taking up a lot of my time, especially like, you know, of course, still working and paying bills and supporting my son and his sports and everything that he does, etc, etc. I do have a specific um, episode already written out. My notes are already written out. It's been written out for weeks. I just haven't had the time to sit down and actually, you know, record it and speak to you guys on like the real. So this episode is kind of like a bonus it's kind of like a random episode I'm kind of just doing it in the middle of my studying and um, I'm at work right now I should be sober but I'm not because uh, (laughs) around four o'clock every night one of the residents he works at a nightclub he comes in and sometimes he offers me a shot or two and some days when I feel like I need a shot I take the shot so we just kind of had like a little mini celebration I guess I don't know what you want to call it it was just a few of us here we took a couple shots or whatever and as I'm sitting here and thinking I just wanted to talk to you guys about something that I recently um have been feeling and it's been the feeling of um mom guilt in a way you know so like for example today um Cameron my son had a track meet And first of all, I didn't know this event was even going to be as big of an event as it is because um, I don't know if I told you guys prior, but Army Bay's mother is taking care of my son full time for me while I'm able to, you know, work on getting my degree and finish nursing school. So I didn't she's the one who put him in the track and everything and which is great. Of course, you want to keep your kids active. So when I came it was like no parking. It was just ridiculous, but I genuinely didn't know that it was this big of an event. So nevertheless, um, when I sat with her and was talking to her, she was asking me if I was able to figure out the schooling situation. And I was telling her the things that I was approved for and I wasn't approved for and what's in the works and, you know, meetings that I have, et cetera, et cetera. And she was telling me that um, she feels like Cameron needs therapy because he doesn't necessarily listen. It's hard for him to sit still. Um, And then I thought maybe it's ADHD, maybe, because, you know, my sister has ADHD. Um, Maybe it's something that runs in the family and it's been passed down to him, whatever. But also at the same time, I, the, the things that she was saying Cameron was doing made it seem like he's just genuinely a toddler looking for attention. And um, while I was holding him today between one of his runs, like he did the 50 meter dash and then he did the four by four jump. And then, you know, while we were waiting for his 100 meter dash, he was laying with me and we were talking and everything and I'm kissing him to death and he's kissing me to death. And um, I'm telling him, you know, I love you, Cameron, you know, and he's like, no, you don't love me. And I'm like, why do you think that? Like, that just broke my heart. Like, why would you ever think I don't love you? Like everything that I do is for you. And I think the lack of consistency in me being in his life as he gets older um, has greatly influenced him because um, he started off at my mom's house, you know, in Connecticut and was with her for a few years. Mind you, the first full year of his life, I was with him. I didn't go to school or anything. I stayed in Connecticut and I was with him. And then I went back to school in Florida. Um, And just in case anyone tries to judge me, not that I care, but 
I had to go back to Florida because the accreditation that they had, I would have had to start all over if I stayed in Connecticut. And what is the point in wasting all that time? I'd rather make the sacrifice and finish sooner than later to have my son um, and provide him the life, a stable lifestyle. So, right, um, he was with my mother at first. And then um, eventually my mother and my aunt started living together. And my aunt is responsible for two three of her own children and two of my uncle's children who she adopted because my uncle was unfit um so five children so Cameron it's hard to give all of those kids the attention that you know they deserve and there's so many kids in that house they're all running around you have some of them that are much older they're just doing their own thing you know and then it kind of came to the point where Cameron became a little bit more independent than she he should be as a four-year-old um and then recently by November of last year he came down here to Miami and has been staying with um army army base family I don't even know what other word to use for him because he's not my army bay anymore but that's how you know him as far as like being and keeping him anonymous right so um yeah so he's um been staying with them since November and it's been a lot less stressful for me and the reason I say that is because my mother she's the one who told me when I found out that I was pregnant she's the one who specifically told me like have the baby I'll take care of the baby until you finish your degree like she gave me that option I never asked her for that option the most that I asked her or asked of her was to be able to stay with her for that first full year two days later she came up to me and gave me that proposition of course I'm gonna take it because I want to be able to finish my degree sooner than later but you guys know a little bit about my mom's toxicity and um I think it's just like a Caribbean thing um that a lot of people may go through with their Caribbean parents you know immigrant parents um but she would call me like every other day complaining oh you know I have a life and I'm over here I have to take care of Cameron and this that, and the third and I'm like I'm calling you to tell you that I I had the highest grade in in this um, the first exam for this class, which is the hardest exam, and I'm so proud of myself. And I'm trying to you know talk to you and tell you my accomplishments, and you're hitting me with this. Mind you, my mother does not work at all. She doesn't work. Um, I believe she collects disability, social security. I don't know. I'm not in her business like that. But at the end of the day, she doesn't work. So it's kind of frustrating to me that you keep bringing up that you quote unquote have a life as if I don't know that you have your own life. I didn't have this baby to fuck up your life on purpose or anything like this. You specifically gave me this option. So I'm just like, I don't like how you're throwing that in my face, you know, like we'd get into a lot of arguments and that would stress me out. And on top of it, for someone who doesn't work, she would still ask me to find childcare knowing that I can't necessarily afford it. So here at Army Base House, um, his mother, she doesn't ask me for not one dime. She won't accept a dime for me. Um, she cares for Cameron like that's her own grandchild. He actually calls her grandma. Um, so it's just a healthier environment. And then he's like 15 minutes away from me. So anytime I do have time in my day to go spend time with him or he has activities or whatever, I'm able to go over there and spend some time with him as opposed to having months and months without talking to him or seeing him because he's all the way in Connecticut. So it's a better... Um, situation for me but even though that is the case I do feel like to a certain extent they're not giving him the attention that he needs um and maybe they are I'm not there all the time but um you know like I said army Bay's sister well I don't know if you've heard that because I had to delete the 
heartbreak episode because his mother wasn't necessarily comfortable with it so maybe you didn't know but um her daughter had passed away army based sister had passed away about a, almost a year ago and um her she left the son behind so the grandmother cares for her son full-time as well so i can understand that they're giving him a lot of also needed attention now that his mother's not here so i understand that i get the whole concept and everything but today she was telling me how you know sometimes she thinks he needs therapy because there are some times where he the the not listening and and stuff like that i can understand he's a four-year-old boy who's gonna want to sit in a chair for 20 minutes straight just sitting there calmly and collectively like that's not gonna happen like so that i didn't really take seriously but when she told me that he would poop on himself like literally stand next to the bathroom or stand in the corner of the room and literally you know force and push and poop right then and there I didn't think of it as a I mean I'm not an expert and I don't know I'm just a mom you know but like I didn't think of it as a oh he needs mental help um because he's doing things like this when he knows how to use the bathroom I'm seeing it more as he's looking for attention. Why would he go in the room where everybody, in the living room where everybody's, you know, sitting and go in the corner and do that? It's because maybe he's trying to talk to somebody or maybe he's not getting the attention that he wants and that's going to get him attention. I mean, I don't know. I'm this is my first child. It's not like I have extreme experience in children, but just based off of how she explained it to me, that's how it seems to me. So, um it kind of gave me a little bit of mom guilt because I know that he's been switching environments to kind of um, accommodate my schooling and my lifestyle right now um, and not being with me majority of the time. So when he told me, no, I don't, you don't love me, mommy, that broke my heart because I, I think he thinks that I'm just going to drop him off anywhere and go live my life when really I don't even feel like I'm living my life <laughs> like right now. Like I'm at work all the time. I'm at clinical all the time. I'm in school all the time. And then, you know, of course, I'm an adult. I have errands to run during the day. And it's just like I barely get any sleep myself. I don't get enough adequate sleep every day myself. So, and he's just a toddler. He can't understand. You know, she has responsibilities. She's doing all of this for us, this, that, and the third. So it broke my heart when he said that. Um, I know that he knows that I love him. And because um, we say it to each other all the time. And I really try my best to shower him with love and attention when we are together. But it just broke my heart when he said that. It made me feel guilty. But it's hard to feel guilty because it's like, what am I doing? You know, that's making him feel like that. Um, as in, like, if I were the type of mom to drop him off just so I can go on vacation all the time or be with niggas all the time or do this and just be partying and stuff, then I could really look at my life and be like, you need to get into mommy mode. But all I do is work hard in anything that I do, schoolwork classwork whatever so but it still makes me feel guilty so I'm trying not to feel guilty because I know what I'm doing is what's best for us I'm doing it for us but it just makes me feel so guilty to see his cute little face and hear his sweet little voice saying something like that to me and then a few weeks ago I I pick him up every Saturday morning as soon as I get off of work because he has sports um in my neighborhood I signed him up for so when I get off at 7 a.m I go pick him up and we have breakfast and get him ready and then we go to his sports that starts at um 9 a.m I believe and I keep him until around like a little after lunchtime just so that when I drop him back off at um army Bay's house um I can have enough sleep to go to work that night because I normally go to work again that night um but the last time he was with me she told me oh we're going out for a while this saturday we won't be home till 4 30 and i said that's fine because i actually had that night off 
um, for once, a Saturday night off for, for once. So it was a ra- very rainy day. I was extremely exhausted. Like I tried my best to get Cameron weird out, played with him, played with the dog, cleaned up, did all this activities and stuff. And this kid was still wide awake and I have not slept. <laughs> so like I tried to put him down for a nap at his normal nap time and he kept coming in oh mom I'm boring I'm boring which really means I'm bored and I had patience at the beginning but towards the end I was like Cameron and I'm tired so go to sleep he eventually fell asleep I fell asleep and then he came out to me in the room and we slept together on the couch and you know was cuddled up and everything because it ended up being a rainy day and we just kind of like slept in and just had a really chill day and then when it came time to bring him back it was like 7 30 at this point I'm like oh my goodness and I I normally don't have him this long but again I'm off that night so it's not that big of a deal as far as the sleep that I need for work but um you know we're talking I'm always being positive feeling you know I'm proud of him I love him so much and he says that he's laying on my chest and he's like I miss you so much mommy are we going back to you know the house to grandma's house I said yeah I'm gonna bring you back to grandma's house now baby he said I miss you mommy I miss you I said, I miss you so much, baby. I miss you. I miss you. I'm caressing him and, you know, all this stuff. And then I, I, I look, lift my head up to look at him. And he's crying. And it's not even like he's crying where it's like you hear the tears and everything. It's just tears are falling down his face. <sighs> my heart just broke, dude. Like, it just broke. And I don't know. Like I said, this is... a mom guilt like I just I know that at the end of the day I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do I'm doing everything that I possibly can do to make his life better to enhance his lifestyle you know be stable but um it just broke my heart um and I was wiping his tears and I said no baby no don't don't cry mommy loves you so much she's working so hard for you and I say these things to him and I and He's only four, so it's like he can't really understand. Oh, mommy has to go to work, and mommy has to pay bills, and mommy has to finish school, and she has to study. And and I get that, but I don't know. Maybe you guys can give me some advice. Maybe there's moms that are listening to this as well that can give me some advice on what to do. Maybe there's therapists. I don't freaking know who um, listens to these podcasts, but at the end of the day I'm asking for advice I'm asking for help I'm asking for some type of support because I don't want my baby boy to feel like I don't love him I don't care about him and that I don't put him first because I do um (laughs) so much to the point that I'm so hurt by army bay that he's pushed me to this point of having this podcast and looking for therapeutic um comfort and this that and the third that I am neglecting to a certain extent my own mental health by keeping you in that house so that you are 15 minutes away from me and I can't see you one or two times a week as opposed to seeing you every couple of months when you're in Connecticut with my mom so it's just like I just don't want him to feel like that I have four months left I know that you know oh Judith you have four months left and you have four months left just keep pushing you got this da, 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 da. he'll understand when you get older and I get that he'll understand when I get older but I'm concerned about my baby right now <laughs> you know what I'm saying when I see his sweet little face and when I see those tears going down his his face it's just like I don't know what to do to to let him know that everything that I'm doing all this sleep all these sleepless nights it's every single night that I barely get sleep I'm doing it all for him like my boutique when I opened my boutique um 2020 I want to say or maybe even I want to say 2020 
it, it was very, it was getting successful and I could have stopped what I was doing in nursing school and you know kept my focus on that but I knew that as a mom I put too much work and effort into this number one already I might as well finish it and I want to always have something to fall back on to be stable for my son so I made that choice granted keep in mind hopefully by the grace of God by this time next year she stayed beautiful boutique will be up and running and expanding and rebranding and now that I've learned all my mistakes that's going to come up but I'm not here to advertise business even though you know you always going to use your opportunity when you can but that's just the mom guilt that I've been feeling y'all so I just wanted to um talk to you guys about it because I know that there are a lot of other moms that have mom guilt as well um you know I don't have his father his father's not around his father's not in the picture at all so I'm, I'm sure that plays another role as well and um I don't know I don't think he necessarily needs behavioral health I think that once I have him in my care because I'm a very organized parent I know that especially as a toddler you need to have organization you need to kind of have a schedule um keep things consistent so that the kid knows okay it's nap time. It's always been nap time around this time. Oh, it's dinner time. It's always been dinner time. Oh, it's bath time. You know what I'm saying? Like when he was with me, once he was with me for two weeks straight and it was lovely. It was beautiful. There was never any issues. When people tell me about him acting up, I genuinely don't know what the hell they're talking about because he is a perfect angel with me. He's so sweet. Of course, there's times where I have to like keep repeating myself to him, but he's a four-year-old boy. So I don't think that as a four-year-old boy, him not necessarily standing still or you have to repeat yourself to him or anything I don't think that that's a mental health issue I think if there's a mental health issue the issue is that he feels like he's just being passed around and his mother doesn't love him and that's not the case um so yeah that's this bonus very random very spontaneous um podcast episode and um as far as giving me the advice that I've asked for if you want to give me the advice or if you want to even just send me messages about your own mom guilt and your own story and everything I would love to hear it I would love to know that I'm not the only person that feels like this and um try to support you as well my Instagram is she stay beautiful please don't know how to spell because some people don't know how to spell beautiful and then they say that they can't find me there's no hashtags there's no underscore there's nothing extra it's literally she stay beautiful just like that um this is the first time i'll ever say y'all are welcome in my dms to, (laughs) to send your stories your advice your support um I'm down for all of it. Um, your expertise again, cause you never know who might be listening to your podcast. There might be, um, specialists or, you know, professionals that know more about it or just parents that have been through it themselves. Um, that can kind of help me, but you know, it's March 6th. Okay, baby. And we technically graduate on April 3rd. We're studying hard. We're working hard. And, um, I'm supposed to be going on a mini vacation on from Wednesday to Sunday. So hopefully within that time, I'll be able to definitely find some downtime to to record the next episode of this podcast and to kind of catch up with all the things that I wanted to discuss in this podcast. Um, so thank you for listening per usual. It's Slim Baby and I'll talk to you soon.